on the NCT. Funko Pop. Hey guys. What's up, guys? Welcome in to the Modern Christian Jews Podcast. It is Jeremiah Johnson alongside the one and only, my best friend in the entire world, Funko Pro, Greg Walden. How are you, Funko Pro, Greg I'm Walden? I'm doing great. How are you all? You know I love you, right, for all my harassment. And it's Kelly Stevens. He talks to me still. He's like, just give him a really hard time. All right. <laughs> it's not all me. It's partially Kelly Stevens, yeah. too. So Funko Pro, Greg Walden, is in the house Coming to you before we get into any news. Lots of news on a Monday. That's why I enjoy doing the show on a Monday because there's loads of news going on. But most importantly, we must pause to remember 9-11 today. It is 9-11. Yeah. Crazy. It's, it, man, it, it feels, I mean, I have kids now that weren't even born. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's fate. It's getting longer and longer in the distance in the past. But that's yeah. crazy to think some of my kids were not alive when 9-11. Well, my youngest was born right about, uh, my youngest was born eight days after 9-11. Eight days after 9-11. Yeah, she was born on wow. the 19th. Yeah. What a crazy time. And I think it's good, it is good for, you know, the big question a lot of people ask is, where were you when it happened? You know, and for me, it was interesting. I was living in, shout out to Colorado, talking about Colorado. I was living in Aurora, Colorado. I gave Rachel a ride to work in the DTC, a.k.a. the Denver Tech Center. I came back driving up. You know, I was at the time I wasn't working during the day. I was working at nights. So I drop her off. I drive, I go to a gas station. I remember I drove into a gas station and everyone's, it's on the TV in the back yeah. and he's at, and I, you know, it wasn't, I think for many of us, we just couldn't compute or understand really what was going on. It was like, oh, a plane hit the Twin Towers and okay, you know, is that bad? And I don't think anyone anticipated both were going to fall that day. And then obviously, wow, what a day for the country. Yeah, I remember I was working at TWA at the time. It's downtown uh, up at the airport in Kansas City. Um, I, it was a slow day at work. I was like, nothing going on. It was just everybody sitting around twiddling their thumbs for the most part. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody came in, you know, tr- a plane hit the Twin Towers. Like, So I'm thinking it probably just like a little passenger plane, you know, because things that like, happened before. So I got yeah, probably some, you know, plane. Then then like a little bit later, no, a second plane hit another tower. I'm like, ooh, this isn't a uh, accident here, guys. Yeah. And it was interesting. The, uh, you know, I think one of the things that was interesting I do remember the gas stations just being flooded the next day. I, I guess the two memories I have are the gas stations yeah. being flooded the next day or two. And I do, sadly, and I guess this would be a good and a bad, is I do remember people going to church and praying and seeking God like never before. Yeah. It's, At least in our area. Oh, I, I've, yeah. A lot, a lot of places around the country, it seems like everybody was trying to find you know God at that time and I mean, obviously, most people it was just as a reaction, not really a you know. Yeah. Some people, might, I'm sure, some people get did get changed by that you know by that experience, but but you know, a lot of people were like trying to find answers, and I mean, you had you had a surge of patriotism and stuff like that that happened a little for a little bit after that event. Um, but yeah, it was uh, definitely a uh, it was definitely a uh, it was a moment. Yeah. Well. God bless America. God, God, bring America back to our knees once again and move in our country. You know, it's yeah, a big prayer. So, all right, we remember that today in lives that were lost and just continue to ask that God would move in our country. So, all right, we wanted to remember that, but you are a little, now you're almost two weeks away from the Colorado trip, Greg Walden, how time flies. Yeah, and I, I forgot to do this last time. We do have listeners, well, at least we have had listeners from Colorado uh, listen before Little Rock. Little uh, Castle Rock, Littleton, Denver, Aurora, Colorado Springs, Grand Junction. So we yes. have had someone uh, dial in from GJ. Grand Junction. We love Colorado Parker, Granby, Fort Collins, Breckenridge, Greeley, wherever you've listened to uh, before, Arvada. So we appreciate our Colorado listeners, at least people that have died, dialed in in the past. So there we go. 
um, we're, we're still trying to figure out how we can move there, Greg Walden and I, and just enjoy the rest of our lives in Grand Junction, Colorado. All right, let's dive right into the news. I think it'd be appropriate, Greg Walden, to go right to NFL. The NFL season has kicked off. It is officially yeah. underway. And although I am an NBA guy, I'm a basketball guy, I do think, hands down, uh, it, it, how could you not say the NFL is the best league of sports in America? Yeah. Uh, there's excitement, anticipation, uh, always interesting. You know, some of the games yesterday that I thought would be stinkers were great. Always unexpected wins and losses. So yep. give me your thoughts on yesterday's NFL or the stories that you have. And I know that you have one regarding one guy that failed epically yesterday. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> we know Thursday, obviously Thursday, the Chiefs didn't uh, do very well. Uh, they lost to the Lions in their home opener. Yeah. 21-20. Uh, to 20. Yeah, and did you watch all that game? Not my wife. Did. Okay, I just saw I watched after. the whole game. I, you know, as a partial Chiefs fan, we live in the Red Kingdom. I wasn't overly concerned. It was definitely one of those games. Hey, Kelsey's out. Jones is still unsigned. The new receivers are trying to get their wits about them. I, I think they're just going to be fine. Now, if they want to win a Super Bowl, Kelsey's going to have to be healthy. Well, I everything's going to have to be locked and loaded. Well, but. I did read this morning. They were actually concerned that he might have had a season ending uh, injury, but they, okay. it appears it's only a bruised, it's a, a bruised uh, tibia or something like that. But he, he they're going to work him out. He may, it's very possible he could be back in week two, but obviously they're kind of monitoring it. Yeah. But they definitely could have won that game. Receivers drop balls, yeah. especially at the end. I know you can't always put it on one play when we want to, but that receiver should have caught it. They should have kicked the field goal, went up by two points, stopped them, won the game. I, yeah. I do think that should have happened. But well, yeah. I, I would imagine Reed's probably uh, getting some of those receivers and and just doing catching drills until they get tired. Yeah, not a good day to be in the tape, the film room, if if you're yeah. some of those KC receivers. Well, you get, anyway. Yeah, you, get yeah. people, you got fans that are dogging, like, especially the, the it was Camarius Tony, or I think it was Camarius yeah. first name, but his last name was Tony, but I guess they were really dogging him because he had some really high-profile uh, misses. Uh, but, you know, it just they they just weren't gelling it. I guess I would say they weren't gelling. Yeah, my, my prediction was Chiefs versus 49ers in the Super Bowl. Prior to the season starting, I still think that's a fairly decent pick. The Niners, whoo, they look like a team to be reckoned with for sure, the 49ers. But keep in mind, here's what you got to keep in mind. If you're a football fan, which uh, I was listening to a couple takeaways this morning as I was driving into work, you do have to consider the preseason has been reduced. Most starters are now no longer even playing in the preseason. So you got to keep in mind game one is a little bit of a, a mirage. So if your team looked really good, you know, be careful. If your team looked really bad, it might not be the end of the world. Well, look at the uh, – was it the one year that the Patriots went like 0-4 and, and they won the Super Bowl? Exactly. So, man. But bring up that article there that you had ready to go. Mr. Joe Burrow. Yes. That that was a little concerning, I thought. But yeah. coming off an injury, didn't play preseason. Well, they also uh, made him the NFL's highest paid star. Yes. Several days before this game. Yeah. And then, they, then they, uh, he was doing so poorly, they actually benched him in the fourth quarter. Did they bench him? Okay. Yeah, See, I didn't him. watch that game. Yeah. I just looked at the box score and saw his past stats, and I was like, ooh, that yeah, hurts. They, they benched him in the fourth that quarter. That hurts. Well. So, but <laughs> it's one of those things. I, I mean, he, he's probably had another bad game like the rest of them did. Yeah. I mean, thoughts I had, Chiefs are okay. Niners are looking strong. Other teams that were interesting were Green Bay, had a big win. 
Yeah. Come, uh, Aaron Rodgers been gone. Jordan Love now is the quarterback. A lot of people thought like, oh, what's going to happen here? Bears getting crushed. So you know, there are games like that. Bengals. I didn't think we we're going to get whooped that bad. My Minnesota Vikings get beat, edged out by. What, what what used to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, now Tampa Bay Buccaneers, yeah. uh, got beat by them. So there were wins and losses, but that's that is the NFL. You and can, Ben Askew's team, the Cowboys, uh, stomped the Giants oh yeah, forty that, to nothing. Jerry Jones is yeah. he's uh, having beer nacho party right now, and the yacht uh, is what he likes to do. So he he's a happy man. But trust me, I, I there's teams that I always bank on to like by the end of the season. Come come the end of the season, they're not going to be there. And I don't know. We'll see what the Dallas Cowboys. It's well, great, you know. It's a great league. Hey, I, I really don't have a lot of stake in the NFL per se, so I just love it to be exciting and fun. So, w- when that Dallas Cowboys are relevant, it is fun because you love them or you hate them. So, well, I I don't like I I I'm pretty. I mean, I like the Chiefs, but but the Dallas Cowboys need to go to a Super Bowl just to end the floppy disk meme. <laughs> if you don't oh, know the man. floppy, if you don't know the floppy disk meme, is the last time that the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. We were still using floppy disks to transfer data. Wow. It, it's been a long time. If, you, if yeah. you are a Cowboys fan, it has been an epically long time. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and move on to some other sports. You got any uh, NFL stuff outside of wanting no, to bury just, Joe Burrow this morning? No. Well, some of the Chiefs fans, like obviously, they were upset because of the loss against the, the Lions. So when the Bengals benched Joe, Joe Burrow, they're like, see, look, they benched him. <laughs> I was like, they're trying, no, to, trying to try and kind of alleviate the attention off themselves, but yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things. Mahomes, you know, hey, he didn't he didn't look bad. Again, Chiefs are going to be fine. At the worst, they're a playoff team. Right. No, at the worst, I think AFC Championship game. At the very worst, a playoff team. At their best, another Super Bowl. So I, I think they're going to be fine. I think the only advice maybe I would give the GM is to try to find towards a trade dan- deadline maybe a, a receiver to pick up if they could. Well, I actually heard uh, the other day that the rumors of the Chiefs were going to pick up uh, Mike Evans from Tampa Bay. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Something like that, definitely for sure. So, all right, moving on. Greg Walden, you are you are a good cook in terms of the smoking and the grilling. Where's, where, where are you at in this process? I haven't heard you talk about that a lot lately. So, either you're spending a lot of money on meat and you don't want to tell me about it, or you've, you're, your passion has waned a little bit. Where are we at in the cooking uh, game? Well, I haven't really – I mean, I, I smoke once in a while, but I don't get to do it all the time because – my my wife gets kind of finicky. Me smoke mean cooking. Yeah, no. you said you don't get to smoke all the time. No, because the wife doesn't like. But me cooking, me. not she, smoking. I make. I make I, I, like. She doesn't like the mess I make. <laughs> I, you know, obviously, we're men. We make messes. I mean, that's just the way men are. Okay. But she's like, she woman in her she, like the woman in her kitchen is like really sanctity. Like it's her sanctity space. So if you mess it up, you incur the wrath. All right. <laughs> well, I I hate to bring this. Uh, this could be bad for you, but uh, good news, bad news in a sense for you. The new Ninja Woodfire Outdoor Electric Grill is here. Have you seen this? I've heard the ads for you. Okay, so maybe this is something that you got to get the. Let's read the breakdown for you guys. Let's see portable outdoor grills like the Ninja Woodfire Pro Connect XL outdoor grill and smoker. Oh. Are a great solution for those who are short on space but committed to cooking in the great outdoors. The electric grill and smoker from Ninja Cooks Food evenly, whether you're grilling, air frying, smoking, or baking, but it's short cord and limited surface uh, area make it less than ideal for some situations. So it sounds like it's a little bit small there, but dimensions, we don't have to read that. But known for its top performing countertop, 
appliances like air fryers and the viral Ninja Creamy. Ninja has certainly made a name for itself in the culinary world. The Ninja Woodfire Pro Connect XL Outdoor Grill and Smoker is the latest grill from the brand. An upgrade from the earlier model, the Ninja Woodfire Outdoor Grill. The cost of it retails for $450. Yeah, Ninja Grills tend to be pricey, but I tell you, I, I do have an indoor Ninja Grill. Okay. And they are awesome. I okay. love this thing. All right. It makes great steaks. So Ninja Woodfire uh, Outdoor Electric Grill. Get it, Greg Walden. You, you, well, 450 bucks. You're going to have to decide between the GoPro 12 or the Ninja Pro I like grill. My, uh, <laughs> I like my, I got a pit, pit boss uh, smoker. And it's big enough that I could put a full pack or brisket in there with plenty of space. So I really don't need another smoker. I mean, uh, this pit boss is really good. Okay. Awesome. One other item of news. This is always interesting. Uh, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, and Bill Gates, tech titans to talk AI at Private Capital Summit. This is out of MSN.com. Congress turns its attention to AI, artificial intelligence, this week as some of the most high-profile names in big tech descend on Capitol Hill for a first-of-its-kind gathering to brainstorm ways lawmakers can regulate the fast-moving technology that experts have warned could lead to human extinction. In a closed-door meeting Wednesday, all 100 senators will hear from Elon Musk, who bought Twitter, rebranded as X, Facebook co-founder Mark Zuckerberg, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, Sam Altman, the CEO of ChatGPT, uh, and OpenAI, and a host of other prominent tech leaders for what Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has dubbed his inaugural AI Insight Forum. How about that? Oh, God. I don't know. Are they going to be in the same room? Are Zuckerberg and Elon going to go at it? Or are they going to be able to uh, they may have to exist set, they may different have to, times? They may have to put them in separate rooms with a teleconference. <laughs> Elon, screen. we need you from 9 to 10. <laughs> Zuck, 10, 15 to 11. Yeah, Just yeah. come about 15 minutes later. They might have to have them like swap the bodyguards to keep them from tangoing in the Senate chambers or whatever. But yeah. The question is, with oh, this AI stuff, I wonder if we'll ever have an AI congressman or AI senator one day. Oh, okay. AI right. decide is this AI entity whatever they create will actually decide to run for office. Probably get elected too. <laughs> I yeah, I haven't heard that brought up. Good job for you, Funk Pro Greg Walden. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. AI is interesting. I don't think it's as scary as right now as, you know, it could be the apocalyptic type mentality some people hold to. But I do think you know, there are definitely some dangers to it, and I think what happens although I guess probably where you and I are at politically, we, you know, we are against big government, I think probably, you know, in our political views a little bit or whatever. But there, I think regulation, there does have to be some type of regulation. And the scary part of techno technology or a lot, not just technology, but sometimes regulation lags behind it's, some well, of these things. Reg regulation is always reactive. I mean, yep. And that's good. And that's good a good thing. To be honest with you, that's a good thing. We don't want proactive regulation. Yeah. Because then you started having people making laws, chasing, you know, making, you know, chasing ghosts, which obviously would be a bad thing. I mean, I know it's kind of, why is it always, but it's, it's, it's there. I think it's good for a reason to have reactive laws. We actually react to real issues versus I'm going to make up an issue and make a law about it. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that can lead into a lot of abuse and danger. Well, I, I'm divided still on AI. I've actually listened to a fair amount of podcasts that I'll listen to it. I'll be like, oh, AI sounds like really good, you know, and there's a lot of positives to it. And there definitely are some scary aspects right. to it. So well, I'm still like, divided yeah. on it. It's like anything, anything tech, especially tech, it can be used for good and it can be used for evil. 
you have people that will use it for for benefit to benefit people, and obviously you'll have people use it to harm people. I mean, it's just with any technology. Yeah, I agree. Any other news stories you got going on over there on a Monday morning? Remembering 9-11 on this 9-11 remembrance episode. Uh, well, I do have the Ahsoka. Did oh, you, Ahsoka. Did, did you, did you oh, yeah, I was going to bring that four? up. I have not watched Ahsoka, but I have resubscribed to okay. Disney Plus for the $1.99 for three months. Okay, and I'll yeah. cancel in three months. I would say it, but I don't want to ruin the episode four for you. <laughs> and then I did. I also resubscribed to uh, Peacock TV because NFL... I have beef with the NFL because if you want to watch Thursday night NFL, you have to have Amazon Prime. If you want to watch NFL on Sundays, you got to have the YouTube NFL package. If you want to watch Sunday night NFL, you have to have Peacock. Yeah. And if you want to watch Monday night football, it's, you have to have ESPN. Yeah, gosh. They're, they're going to make people pay half their paycheck on streaming <laughs> services just to watch it. Right? I mean, it's, you can, it's not just one because even if you get the YouTube NFL package, it, it limits you. You can't get the others. So you have to have all these packages. So obviously the Chiefs are playing Thursday night. And guess what? The one Thursday night game that's not on Amazon Prime is on Peacock TV. <laughs> so well, I got to subscribe to Peacock just well, like so I have Amazon Prime. I was like, yes, I don't have to. I can watch Kaya, my son. He's a football fan. We can watch it. Oh, now I got to go subscribe. You know the cheap way to, to, to avoid paying all them subscription fees? Just find a legal website. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with illegal. I'm not doing that, okay? No, I'm, has, I might yeah, be yeah. canceling and resubscribing. But no, I'm it has not nothing to do with crime or doing anything illegal. <laughs> the cheapest poor man's way of doing it is the next day go to Google and see who won the game. That is true. Anything. So, yeah, that was leading in to say I will watch Ahsoka. Because I do have Disney Plus right now. Okay, so I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin it because I watched all the episodes, and that and that episode uh, five comes out tomorrow night. It's supposed to be a really uh, lengthy episode. In fact, I guess they're talking about actually make, putting us in the theater. Uh, but I don't want to ruin. I don't want to ruin the uh, plot because you have. Are you liking it, it though? Is oh, it yeah, like yeah, thumbs yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. End of episode four was a huge. Was a huge. Uh, it was. It was. It was tremendously huge. It, it's epic beyond epic. Okay, yeah. here's what was racking my brain though. The the lady who plays Ahsoka is like, where have I seen her? Like, I I know her, like not personally, but I was like, where is she from? You ever have actors or actresses like that where you're like, and I yeah, well, I, I finally figured it out. She's on Zookeeper yeah. with Kevin James. <laughs> have you seen that one before? No, I've not my kids love that movie, Zookeeper, and I was like, wait, that's where she's from. Whoa, that's awesome. Now, so, did you know the guy, the the uh, actor that played the. Uh, the one, the the male, the the gray headed, bearded, uh, bad character. Okay. He passed away. He passed away back in March. Wow. I did not know that. I'm like, I was while I was on YouTube, and they're like showing this guy. Like, I didn't know. He, I think he 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 guess he he filmed all the episodes, and he passed away. He didn't even get to see the first episode come out on on Disney Plus. Mm. But that, that, but I guess let's bring really Jack Black. I love the Jack Black appearance on what was that Man, uh, Mandalorian? Mandalorian, yeah, yeah, I love that. Let's bring let's get him in Ahsoka somehow. Just leave Lizzo. <laughs> just, just don't bring back Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. Anyway, that's cool. So yeah, I'm gonna have I will have Peacock and is, so what? I don't. This is weird. So Peacock, Disney Plus, all these guys are averaging get three months for dollar ninety nine. I'm not sure why that is, but they're it's all to get you in there. It's just to get yeah, you in. They're all doing the same special right now. Yeah, what well, it does, you sign up. You obviously got to give your your financial information, 
Yes. And if you don't go cancel, then there's oh. starting to you. Trust me, guy. I got it in the calendar, Disney Plus, when I'm going to cancel. I mean, my subscription goes to December 7th, but I'm canceling December 1st, okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to catch on to your game one day, man. <laughs> there's, oh, man. So, anyway, and what else is on the streaming stuff? Is there anything else? I know Loki's coming up. That's yeah, why I Loki's resubscribe coming out to. October 6th. October 6th. So, October 6th. I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Peacock, I don't know what else is on there. There's Peacock, you do get WWE, some pro wrestling, so I might go watch some old footage there just for fun. But so anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, let's keep working through stuff here. I want to go back to we'll get into our, our spiritual talk today here. And I wanted to bounce. I guess I could have done this in our NFL talk, but I'll just bounce back to it now. I'm reading a book to my boys right now on leadership. It's called The Hunter Hundred Greatest Leaders and Their Principles. And it's kind of a cool book because it's going through all like coaches. Uh-huh. and baseball players, basketball players, and coaches, all these different people through the FCA, I think, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Very good book. And last night we were reading one of the devotionals there. And who was it through? Is it a major league baseball player? But I love the idea that he was talking about the issue of in the sports world or in the pro sports world, It sometimes there's this idea that because you're a Christian, you're not very competitive. Or because you're a Christian, he, and he's an MLB player, he was saying that sometimes there's a stigma on Christian players in NFL, like you're not aggressive, you're not competitive, you know, that all of a sudden, like, just because you're a Christian, you're somehow weaker or not, you know what I'm saying? And right. he was talking about this is a stigma or this is a thought on Christian athletes in the pro sports world. And he was debunking that, and he was kind of bringing up a great point that in as Christians, no matter what our field is, whether it would be like pro sports or not pro sports, we actually are supposed to be competitive people in that we are supposed to have a desire for excellence right? Yeah. and a desire, you know, Christians should be bringing their best to the table. And this yeah. comes out of the, the Bible, which is there's, this isn't just exclusively one scripture, but like Colossians three, chapter 23, that says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, right. not for human masters. Well, think about what, what better witness can you have at work? And then to be the person that excels, be the person that's always hard charging. But what better, what, what, almost what better witness can you have at work? Because people are like, why are you like, what? You know, somebody's going to say, why are you that kind of person? Yep. And it gives you opportunity to tell them. Yeah. I, so I, that's just, I think that's Colossians 3.23 is one of my life verses, one of the flagship verses that I, I constantly think about. But, you know, again, just that, that good reminder that we have to live daily with this desire for excellence. And, Again, that ebbs and flows. I always encourage people because, listen, I do love my job as a pastor, and there's great things about that. But I've had jobs or I've been in seasons, seasons of life that I have not really enjoyed where I'm at. But that still doesn't preclude me from bringing a sense of excellence. Right, and I'm sure sure many of our listeners are probably in jobs where they just don't want to go to work or can't stand their boss or whatever. But think about it. When I go to work, I mean, I, I'm blessed to have a great boss. My boss is great. I love my boss, and I love the the, the, the leadership that I have in my in my in my section where I work at. They're really excellent people. But I've also been in jobs where, you know, obviously the, you know, the the leadership wasn't the the best. But regardless, I I I like the Bible says I'm working as toward the the Lord. Yep. So yes, you know, yes, my boss right now he signs my paycheck, but I'm working as I want to please Jesus. I want to please God. That's who I, I want to have the attitude. I'm working for him, so obviously I want to give him the best. I want because God gave me His very best. Yeah, and I'm uh, and as as thankfulness for that, I want to give God my very best. And my very best is when when I'm doing something, whatever He has me doing, 
wherever he leads me, I want to put my 100% best effort yep. into that. Absolutely. And, I, and that thought, also, there's a article I found here on churchleaders.com about Kirk Cousins, our guy, Kirk Cousins, quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings, great Christian guy, I think. I don't know him personally. But anyway, there's this article that says, Kirk Cousins, God knew football would keep me close to him. It says, for veteran quarterback, NFL quarterback, Kirk Cousins, intensity in the name of the game for both football and his Christian life, citing Colossians 3.23. What do you know? We're just talking about that. The 35-year-old Minnesota Vikings quarterback said he strives to give all of my heart in everything he does. The husband and father of two, also is likable and relatable, as viewers of the recent Netflix docu-series Quarterback can attest. Cousin, Cousins drives a minivan, lets his wife pick out his clothes, reads to and prays with his sons at bedtime, and personally responds to letters from fans. When it comes to his faith, Cousins said he can't compartmentalize his time on and off the field because his relationship with God is an ongoing conversation. In fact, Cousins said he prays not just before games, but during every quarter and at halftime great guy ahead of his 12th season which begins when the viking and this is kind of now past tense but uh he just you know, he says i've always felt that god in his providence organized events to make me a professional quarterback because he knew it'd be a career that would keep me close to him and teach me more about him cousins told jason ramona but great example here he is quarterback in the nfl highly competitive but he's successful he might not be pat mahomes but yet he's quoting colossians 323 which we just talked about well Think about it. God puts you where he wants you for a reason. I'm where I'm at for a reason. Kirk Cousins is where he's at for a reason. As Amen. A, as yeah. a follower of Jesus Christ, you're, God puts you in, in, in place for a reason. And, you know, and, and he's, he equips you for wherever he puts you. Yeah. So, again, my workplace is, is a place, obviously, you know, there is a witness, there is an ability to represent Jesus Christ in where I'm at. And I, I want to conduct myself in a way that, that honors that honor that brings glory and honor to God. Yep. So when someone says, "Why are you this way? Why? Why? You know, they're like you. Know, you have people complaining around you, but I'm not complaining. Yeah. It's like there's something to complain about. Why is it they're complaining about? Nothing. Yep. Nothing. And like, why? It's like because well, it's like I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm here. Yep. And you know, I'm thankful God put me here. And, you know, and, and to, because the next year he could put you somewhere else or wherever we got you, wherever God leads you. Yep. So, so yeah. you know, we're, we're supposed to be ambassadors for Christ wherever God puts us. Yep. And usually, I mean, if it's type of scenario where like, Oh, I don't want to be here anymore. I think that faithfulness and that desire to bring excellence, God will springboard you into something that, that you love and, and right. that will be better for you in the long run. But the issue is you are where you are. God's placed you there. You're there for a reason. Go Colossians 323 yes. on that thing today. Yep. So, hey, God bless you guys. I don't know how your NFL team did this last week, whether it was the Chiefs or Vikings or whatever it is. Don't worry. There's still, what, how many, 16 more games or 17 games 16 now? More, 16 more, yes. All right. So, guys, modern Christian dudes, dudes talking news, sports, and God. Hey, guys. We're going to go get some pizza or something like that. Yeah, man. Talk to you guys next time.